Hi, welcome back. This is episode number 32 of Nurmer Nurmer. We are doing our top five countdowns. I have my top five satisfy clip accounts on Instagram. Nikki had her top five life-saving things in general this year that made life easier. And Alexis had five dystopian commercials that she saw on Hulu. So... Uh, it's a pretty fun countdown. There will not be an episode next week because it lands on Christmas, so it's not, you know, just taking a little bit of time off. Be safe, have fun, and I'll let you know if there's going to be a New Year's episode because we don't know yet. As always, please check out the uh, the link in the bio for our link tree. Follow us on Instagram, send us DMs with feedback, leave a five-star review if you like the episode, and I think that's it. Happy holidays. Um, you're almost over. I, I feel like I should just be grateful for that. Yep. Um, and then the part of me that's like, I know some people would actually disagree with this, but I'm like, it's just time. It's not like 2021 is going to suddenly bring like a different juju. Right. However, it has been a rough year and it does appear that things are heading up. And I'm glad each of us had a top five of something that brought us joy this year. (laughs) Yeah. Do we want to go in order? Susie? Sure. You want to go first? Okay. So I chose my top five favorite ASMR slash satisfied clips Instagram pages because they don't require anything they're not an opinion they're not they don't have words it's just someone doing a motion or making a sound and then you just watch it brainlessly solely for the point of enjoyment i think the algorithm introduced me to satisfy clips just like gradually i was clicking them and it kept getting me more and more of them do you guys have a way to open these links that i put in here uh, yeah, I think Instagram works on desktop version. Okay. Counting down from number five. Number five is at Fat Cap Sprays. And it's uh, this guy who does graffiti art. At some point, he's always done graffiti art. But at some point, maybe when Reels got on Instagram, he realized that he could do like kind of like a satisfy clip where it's like a zoom in of the spray can hitting the wall. And then eventually it zooms out and reveals the image. Yeah. This uh, didn't get a higher ranking because it's usually like music in the background or something. There's not like a an audio component that satisfies me. So you, you don't really like the focus isn't on like the sound of the spray from the can. Right. And I okay. guess technically his focus is art, but clearly he understood that you could uh, really get into that satisfy clip tag crowd. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly looks very talented. Yeah, a lot of his uh, satis- a lot of his graffiti satisfied clips. I don't know what to call them. Um, they look like neon signs because he'll do like a darker, bright color and then white on top of it. So that's cool. Yeah, that's what I was just noticing. I was trying to figure out if he was using like a really really bright yellow or if it just looks yellow because it's white painted on top of yellow surrounding it. This is sick. So I like that one a lot. My number four is TL wait TL Slime Shop on Instagram. I am not that big of a fan of slime videos because I don't like when people's fingers 
touch the things inside the slime. But this one has a lot of good sounds. Like that video I sent has a fucking great sounds on it. It's somebody sticking their fingers into slime and it makes like a pucker sound when their fingers go in. I'm not watching it with sound on, but I'm really enjoying just watching the video of it. This is a great sounding slime video. I love slime videos. I love this. I love the sound. It's a. I love it. Yeah, they do a really good job with that. I see a lot of slime videos where there will be like a big puddle of slime and then they're just mixing it, which is still cool. But I particularly like this account because of the puckery, slimy it's resistance. So aesthetic. Have oh you seen God. the have you seen the slime videos? I'm pretty sure it's like one specific person who does it a lot, but like she has like giant acrylic nails. And so it's like the slime sound on top of like clicky clacking. Oh man. It's really it's really nice. That sounds Remember really good. Remember right before March when we found those free slime things? We thought maybe these are for kids, but there's like 20 out. We were like walking in a hallway of an indoor mall a very small indoor mall and one of the shops had handmade slime in little plastic ramekins yep (laughs) i'm pretty sure that day i like dropped mine on the floor and it got disgusting have you ever had a slime expire on you ew yeah actually but like also like the fact that you just had the lid off and it got stale like that's kind of a bummer like how you how do you just take it out to play you know? Yeah. And actually, with the exception of the spray paint guy, all five of these, there's like a certain amount of weird waste. Let me go on to number three. Okay. The Hydraulic Press Channel is an amazing account. Have you, either of you seen it? Uh, no. Yeah, I have not, but I've been watching the video that you attached for the last five minutes. So it has 1.4 million followers on Instagram, and it's verified. It's quite satisfying. Oh, I have seen stuff like this. Wow. Yeah. It's a gigantic hydraulic press, and they have different feet, I guess, that they stick on the bottom of the presser. So some of them have holes in it, so when they put when they press the thing, the thing that's being destroyed, you know, shoots out of the holes or, like, tubes or... Sometimes it just shoots out the sides if it's completely flat. It can break pretty much anything. The only thing I've seen it, not seen it break, is recently they put a bunch of nerds in the hydraulic press. I happen to be watching that one right now. This is crazy. Yeah, so they like they do candy all the time, and it just like shoots it's out. It's like stuck. They can't get it off. Yeah, they had to jackhammer the nerds <laughs> out of the hydraulic press piece. It makes me want to never eat nerds again. (laughs) I just ate nerds this week. I haven't had them in like months, but I literally had them this week. Are you going to vom? No, but this does make me wonder like how badly they're sticking in my teeth. Right. So they've done like Sour Patch Kids and Skittles and all those things where it shoots out the out the tubes and it's really cute but uh, the nerds just got stuck and didn't go anywhere. (laughs) And at first, this account made me a little sad, because sometimes they destroy toys and whatnot, and it's like, somebody could use this, or like, they press a bowling ball, you know? Right. Sure. It's wasteful, but... Yeah, but then I'm like, okay, it has 1.4 million followers. All these people get enjoyment out of seeing this one thing get destroyed. I don't know. Oh, gross. They have one that's like a tooth. (laughs) 
Have you seen no, it? No. It's like a molar. I'm scared to watch this. I don't like this at all. <clears throat> a tooth, did you say? Yeah. Wow, they're measuring the amount of weight. You guys should scroll down a little ways. You can see it pretty obviously. Oh, I see it. That's a lot of weight they're putting on it. Oh, I love the ones where they measure the weight. Apparently, teeth are strong. <laughs> Thank God, because they're going up against nerds. Jeez Louise. Wow. Ooh. It didn't break. Holy shit. Ugh. So it's, a, it's a little science-y, a little bit silly, yeah. but it's fun. I like that one. Okay, number two. And this was a really big toss-up between number one and number two. Number two is no stress soap. There are dozens of accounts where people oh, cut a grid. Have you seen these? Yeah. They cut a little grid onto soap and then they shave the grid off so that all these tiny little cubes fall down. It's incredible. This is amazing. I didn't think I liked ASMR, but I'm... I guess I haven't heard any of the sounds yet, but I'm very much enjoying the visual effects of it. And these... These are so good. They're really good. And they make, um, there's like a bunch of hour long compilations on YouTube so that you can like put them on before you go to sleep. Ugh. I don't know. As all the little cubes pop up, you can like see the razor blade under the cubes. The only downside of this is occasionally since they're using like, it looks like a giant replacement blade for a box cutter. Sometimes you see like band-aids on their fingers or like, oh God. There was one that I was watching where, like, halfway through, her middle finger was just, like, bleeding. And so she was, like, holding it away from the rest of it. And it was, like, like she was clearly trying to keep going. And, like, I don't know. So that's the only bummer is that I feel bad that these people are, like, cutting up their fingertips. But the soap part is amazing. (laughs) But, yeah. And the the littler the grid is, the more satisfying I think it is. The sound is amazing. I also, I like the part, too, when it gets to, like past the grid and then there's like the hard part of the soap that's just like scraping even that's nice mm-hmm. who was the first person that tried this i have to like like how weird <laughs> it's so specific this is one of those things that i'm like there's such competition on like this is not i don't know how you get an edge on somebody else when you're all posting soap that yeah, you're cutting right? up but like this account has forty six thousand followers and also, this is one of those things, the soap thing specifically, that I don't think people could have imagined taking off before the internet. Or, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, this is the kind of thing that you would not, that only exists in a world where I can just watch little videos of anything. Right. Like, I wouldn't even want to hang out with you to cut soap. No. Like, <laughs> this is exclusively when you're doom scrolling. That's the only way you can reach soap cutting. <laughs> Doom scrolling, I love it. Okay, and then this is another very competitive industry. This is my number one over the soap because it has more diverse content. And it's the Sandtagious account. And it has kinetic sand being cut into slices or grids or leveled. Or sometimes there will be two colors with a hidden color on the inside and they'll like smush it down so you can see it. But... I love the sand videos. And this is another one where there's like a bunch of different sand accounts. Another one is Sand Woe. That's really similar. Have you played with Kinetic Sand? No, I haven't. I've never seen this. Whoa. Wow, this... Whoa. These sounds are crazy. The sounds are... It's just more diverse content than the soap because they'll 
do a scoop of sand out or they'll poke it or roll it or the one that i i linked here is like a bunch of little pieces falling into a bunch of uniform pieces falling into a cup and then getting smushed um they'll do like mirrored ones or they'll do some that are backwards hydraulic press also runs some that are backwards where yeah it starts with the smushed thing and then as it runs backwards you're supposed to guess what it's gonna be yeah those are fun or like have you seen wow this is crazy the sand yeah (laughs) uh have you seen like melt something and do it backwards I've gotten to those off of the hydraulic ones. But yeah, kinetic sand's really cool. It uh, behaves like sand if you make it, but it also is pretty solid. It's like the new Play-Doh. It really is. I remember it be- like becoming popularized like six years ago. No, it's neat because you can like hold it and it just like collapses over your hand. It's very satisfying. Yeah, it's the ultimate satisfy clip, I think. I can't believe you've and- never held kinetic sand. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> you ever like held it like at a like at a toy store or something? I don't think so. That's usually where I hold it. Let's go in halvesies, Alexis, and get her like forty pounds of kinetic sand. Yeah, I'm down. Don't they just sell it at Target? That's not as fun. I that's guess that's not fun. Yeah, that's not as fun. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> My bad. So yeah, those are the things that have been keeping me afloat. I have followed a few of these accounts as we're going through them. I don't need to waste more time on my phone, but what is this? It feels like. My brain just feels better. It requires nothing from you. Okay, so my top five is going to take a little bit of a different direction, but still things that got me through. So I'm doing the real heroes of 2020. So not like the real, real heroes like nurses and essential workers, but the less serious ones that helped make me to helped me make it to the end of 2020. Uh, my number five would be Zoom. And... That's for a couple of reasons. As a nine to five worker, I've been able to maintain all of the social benefits of working with a team with none of like the time waste of hallway chatter, which is like really annoying when you're working on a project and then someone just pokes in and is like, hey, could I ask you a question real quick? And you're like, I can't say no. <laughs> I'm trapped. Uh, Zoom is great because you can just like turn off your video if you want to like leave the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's also nice because you can actually see relatives and friends and not compromise anybody's health. And then lastly, I would say the best part of Zoom this year has been Zoom weddings. Mostly speaking as somebody who has contractually been obligated to photograph weddings in person. They're the worst. I mean, I love weddings, but amidst a pandemic, not great. Uh, So Zoom weddings equals less super spreader events. I would say that's my number five hero of the year. Do you know anything about the, how does a Zoom wedding work? I've I've not been invited to one, but I think basically the weddings typically still include an officiant, still include like a venue or at least a backdrop outdoors, most likely. And (laughs) your like immediate, immediate family, I think is present. But then I think it's actually like a service that videographers sell now, potentially, to basically post up like in the aisle so that you can have like a really good front seat view of the bride and the groom. And then people tend to still dress up for them, still celebrate with them, but so much less pressure. Weddings are so high pressure. So I like the idea of getting married in front of a green screen. Like a virtual background <laughs> of a wedding. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't talking green screen. I know, <laughs> but <laughs> that'd be so good. <laughs> Do you remember the Zoom? SNL episodes in like yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, I can't believe that's like 
in the history books for SNL. Right. The one I remember most was, like, Keenan's for some reason. Just, like, being inside of his house. Yeah. <laughs> while he's doing an SNL sketch. Did you guys ever watch Some Good News? I'm sure you did. Yeah. 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 That was amazing. It was great. And I think, I mean, that was basically done through Zoom, right? Yeah. Like, when he would talk to other people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Zoom allowed for a lot of really cool stuff to watch. Oh my god. Also, really quick, there have been so many events that I would not have been able to attend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Family events, friend events, like even movie events like that I can actually go to because it's not a physical location. Totally. I saw a live performance of Jagged Little Pill the musical this weekend just on Zoom. That's awesome. Saw Rocky Horror on Halloween. I feel like I could see these sorts of things sticking around kind of for the long haul too yeah great so i'm glad we're all in agreement about that one my number two sorry my number four my number four hero of the year would be boxed wine this is because i used to buy a bottle and i uh, i like not knowing how much of my wine i've drank Mm. (laughs) i'm at the very end of it and then it's like ah shit i guess i should replace it but also just buying bulk in general is great because it means less frequent grocery trips. And I don't know. Boxed wine is also great. I'm drinking some right now. Tiger King, not to be basic, but I feel like it kind of helped kick this very weird year slash, I guess, last nine months off to a good start. Kind of helped (laughs) with the, like getting through the first three months of shutdown. Just kept my attitude nice and positive and strange and a little bit broken, which I feel like <laughs> I needed. Yeah, Tiger King sure did yeah, make a Tiger mark. Tiger King left a mark on, on me, but <laughs> you didn't even finish watching it. And you didn't watch most of it with sound, you troll. I didn't watch a- any of it. I don't know what his voice sounds like. I, I know what, believe I know you. what Carol Baskin's voice sounds like just because I watched her cameo videos. Oh my god. But I don't know what Joe Exotic sounds like, or any of his friends. He sounds terrifying. How much is a Carol Baskin cameo video? It was at least a couple hundred dollars. Oof. But all of it goes to, um, I'm guessing, Big Cat Rescue? Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. It was a more pricey one, for sure. She did one for Bitcoin, and it was really odd. It was like the most product of its time I could ever imagine. Because it's just doing a cameo for Bitcoin like during a pandemic and she's Carol Baskin. It was like the... God. It sounds like a Mad Lib for <laughs> yeah. 2020 shit. It really does. Um, as you guys would expect, my number two, surprisingly number two, I will say, but my number two is Taylor Swift. This album i guess now it's been two albums i don't know if you guys are in on the the hot goss enough to know but a second one has come out and there are also theories that there will be a third before the end of the year no (laughs) she already wrote them yes but if it's legit and there are some good reasons to believe it might be uh it would be in 2021 the first quarter of the year i hope she releases it at like with just enough time to listen to the whole album and then it's midnight like she releases it at a weird minute right like on december 31st yeah. so she can be like so yeah i released yeah, yeah so it's like ten forty nine, but like it ends right right at midnight right at midnight the second <laughs> 
I've definitely enjoyed her, her second album, but Folklore still holds the most special place in my heart. I It literally brought me to tears the first time I listened to it. It is so like beautiful and poetic and like, reminiscent of kind of old Taylor that I like grew up listening to. She has been releasing music for like 14 years. I actually had to look that up because I was like, what year did I buy her first CD? And it was released in 06, which I'm pretty sure I was also probably listening to like Eminem that year. (laughs) (laughs) This album kind of brought me back to some of the heart that she kind of had in her old music, but like with the talent that she's grown from like doing it for so long. Plus then Disney Plus uh, released the video of her and her co-writers playing it together and explaining the meanings of the songs. There were so many things that I didn't realize those songs were written about. This is why I've urged both of you to actually watch it. It's, it is quite good. And lastly, my number one, I think would be TikTok, which I'm a little bit ashamed to admit, but no shame in my game. I feel like TikTok kind of brought everyone through this year. I don't know. I can watch two and a half hours straight, like easily. Um, and considering I can't like sit through a movie half of the time, like i feel like that says something and i just love the different types of videos that are on there like the different people that the realms of the community that they like play a part in whether it's like music writing i've seen and found and discovered some really great musicians on there as well as like the artists on there are wonderful and then people are just funny and then gen zers are total trolls and i love feeling like an old woman even though i'm only eight years older than any of them it's just been a fun app to be a part of i sound 90 years old saying that. that's okay <laughs> it's funny to me that it came from what was that app? what was it called music cali musically yeah because that was just there was just so little to musically i mean i know not really but like it's funny to me that TikTok has just blown up so much after that. Yep. Can you actually download it from the store anymore? I know when Trump still had his say in things. I mean, he, he kind of still does for a few more weeks. But like, it, it was what? a thing as far as I was aware. That, I think like, they saved it. There was it a deadline to like, if you don't have it on your phone by this date, it's going to stop being available in the Apple store or Android store. Whoa. I wondered what happened with that because I knew they were going to yeah. try to take it away. That was a thing, which is like... This is my thing about taking away the TikTok. Our government already spies on us through our social media. It's like proven. I think I saw, I meant to Google this, so don't quote me on it. I meant to fact check it. I saw a thing that said like Instagram's in trouble right now for watching people through their front camera. Again, need to Google that. But considering how many targeted ads you get, we talk about it all the time. Like it's frustrating to me that they would take away TikTok because it's going to another country, but it's okay for the American Zuckerberg specifically to like know all of our personal information but just because he's not china right right yikes no i've heard that having siri like the hey siri enabled on your phone is what makes it so that because i mean undoubtedly i've had enough instances that are like so extremely specific that there's no doubt in my mind that the ads i've gotten based off of them have been strictly from like me speaking words that i've never typed into my phone or on a computer or anything so and and like happening like within the day of me saying it so i know that i'm being listened to which is obnoxious (laughs) i think there's a way of changing that so anyways i'm just like right let us have tiktok let us enjoy this wonderful it's hilarious there's my top five those are the the five heroes of 2020 is there anything specific that led you to put taylor swift at two and tiktok at one 
Like, why did TikTok win? I feel like TikTok won because it's relatable to everybody. Okay. Mostly everybody. Obviously not everybody, everybody. But, I mean, also, I feel like it was too predictable that I'd put her at number one, so. (laughs) (laughs) I have expected you to come in here with a list of, like, five things Taylor Swift did this year. (laughs) Right. Top five songs of Taylor Swift. I could do that if you wanted. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you just Sorry, you clear like my you go. clear my side and you just <laughs> all right so i did five commercials of 2020 they were just really astounding to me how quickly most of these got put together <laughs> should we watch them live time yeah we can watch them live time so yeah so like some of these are impressive some of these i just can't believe that they're real so number five which it's not my one of my top five favorites, I just th- can't believe it's real, is this Chuck E. Cheese one uh, from September, I think. Might be from the summer. Okay, so we're inside of Chuck E. Cheese. Everyone's wearing a mask. There's people spraying the table. There's a really poor worker sitting at the ga- like at the toy, like the prize station, just like sitting there with a sanitizer bottle. <laughs> that was such an awkward commercial it's really astonishing that it exists like how much do you think they paid to create that wow whoa Chuck E. Cheese is like less butch what? do you see that he's like a scrawny little mouse now he used to be a meathead <laughs> he's, he's, a, he is, he's pretty slinky yeah he's a kid now he used to be like a 17 year old you're right he used to be. He used to play hockey. I was about to say he did sports. This guy like maybe plays electric guitar in his basement. You know. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. He skateboards. Yeah, he definitely yeah. skateboards. This Chuck E. Cheese skateboards. Yeah. Yeah. Also terrifying. Terrifying. Pretty much all of these I just saw on Hulu because obviously I'm not going to pay for no ads. But then I get to see all these commercials. Yeah, you're in the know. I'm in the know. Uh, so that's five. Four. Again, this one I'm not proud of, but I just couldn't believe it when I saw it. Uh, so it's Walt Disney World reopening in July. Oh, God. It's again. Is it still open? I don't, I don't know. I know Disneyland is closed. It hasn't opened up all year. Oh, this is horrific. Isn't it crazy? It's a bunch of like poetic shots of all the workers in disneyland (laughs) just wiping the fuck out of everything oh my god and like the rides are empty and these people are like holding stuff down with masks on i think we're supposed to know that they're smiling i think we're supposed to know that yeah they definitely have their smiles on the princesses don't need their uh masks oh the stormtroopers are set yeah again oh my god it doesn't make me feel good to watch it but i just am impressed by it it's it's very theatrical. It's beautiful. Especially, like, they put that together this year. <laughs> God. Like, edited that. That's horrific. I can't unsee the fact that, like, those people, none of them are being paid enough. Yeah, it's sad. Are they considered essential workers? No chance. But people who work at Disney love working at Disney. Do you know people personally that have worked at Disney? Yeah, I know two people who have worked at Disney. And they actually loved it? They actually loved it. And I um applied and flunked a personality test (laughs) i forgot about that (laughs) too little serotonin cannot work with us like i thought i did a good job i wasn't trying to fail do you remember how i applied for the job to work with marcus and i failed the personality test at applebee's 
Yeah. I wouldn't feel too bad about yourself. It's, it's really okay. If you have any sort of a bad attitude or like you're not passionate about making people happy, which some people just really are yeah. passionate about that, then you can't work there. Yeah. It's not just a job for anybody. Like. Mm-mm. Yeah. Anyways, in any event, it's still a horrifying commercial. It's very dystopian. It's so dystopian. Like, it literally looks like a scary movie. That's what I was going to say. You never, you never see vacant theme park. Yeah. Like, you know something is terribly wrong in the world. When everybody at Disneyland is wearing a mask and holding a spray bottle. <laughs> and it's, like, supposed to bring you comfort that they're doing it. I heard someone else talk about... Oh I think God. I was listening right, to a amazing. podcast where they're like, you know, it used to be sort of a... You know that places are cleaning, but you don't really like clean in front of customers or anything, because mm-hmm. it's like kind of the gross back of the house thing. Mm-hmm. I like and, personally seeing the cleaners because then I know it's right. happening. Right, and, but now it's like people flaunt their spray bottles. Oh yeah, they want you to know that they are sanitizing everything. Like at my job, even though I know I sanitized, but no one was around. I'll sanitize again when someone's watching me, just so that way they know. Right. There you go. You got the right attitude about it. Thank you. <laughs> Next one is more hopeful. So this is less about the commercial and more. I just really wanted to give a shout out to Animal Crossings and like the Nintendo Switch. I just also very recently got a Switch. Did you get Animal Crossing? Yeah. I didn't realize. Wait, I did know that. I did know that. But I do remember like this came out like right before everyone went into quarantine and i just remember like so many people like so many friends of mine that were just like that's all they did and they were having a great time just playing animal crossings and like building out their island and all of that uh a week or so ago it was like the game awards of the year apparently i'm a big gamer (laughs) i've watched the game awards (laughs) this year Oh my god. Commentators who are trying to say, like, what should win game of the year? And pretty much everyone guessed what game was going to win. But there was one person, and he was like, it needs to be Animal Crossing. It needs to be Animal Crossing. Like, that saved people's lives when they, like, had to go into lockdown. They were just playing this game. And then I remember seeing all of the commercials for it, too, on Hulu when we first went into lockdown. So I just thought it was nice. And it's a cute commercial. I've heard only good things about it. Yeah, it's adorable. I was at Target this week doing Christmas shopping, and I had a hot minute that I contemplated getting a Nintendo Switch for Colin and I and buying Animal Crossing because I've heard so many good things about it. Yeah, it's so fun. It's so pretty. I don't know. It's like just nice to even just look at it. Like literally just walking your little person around the island. You know what I should start doing is looking up game clips of Animal Crossing. Because Colin, oh. sometimes at night, will like, watch Call of Duty yeah. game clips on his phone. <laughs> you can watch people I, stream Animal Crossing. I'm sure I can. That's why I got a, Impulse bought a Switch. Was I just got really into Twitch. <laughs> I was just watching people on Animal Crossing and I was like, I gotta do it. It's a, it's a cute game and it's very low stress. So is it competitive at all? No. No, you just walk around and, like, dig holes and catch fish and talk to your animal friends. Yeah, find fossils. There's, like, a museum, and you, like, fill the museum with fossils and animals that you find. I love this. I was playing hide-and-seek on my friend's island. I love it. Oh, I love playing hide-and-seek. Yeah, it's it's a great game. Hide-and-seek is a great game, or Animal Crossing is a great game? Um, or both? Mm, both. IRL, <laughs> I'm more of a murder-in-the-dark fan. 
Yeah. Over hide and seek. Same. He would be. Huge murder in the dark head. I literally can't even tell you how many years it's been since I played that game. I don't even remember the rules. Man, I can't wait till the oh. pandemic's over and I can play hide and seek with my friends again. <laughs> Dude, this is the best part of having kids in my life that aren't my own. I can yeah. play hide and seek with them, scare the shit out of them. I really like making them like scream when they find me. <laughs> All right, I finished it. It's just a it's just a cute commercial of Animal Crossing. That's all. Yep. Uh, so this next one, uh, Susie, I know you've seen it. Nikki, I really need you I to see it. I love this commercial. Uh, I was just watching Hulu one day, and this this commercial just attacked me. Okay. The Devil2020Match.com. Yeah. All right. I'm going to press play now. It's like you're in hell, assume, assumingly. It was already feeling very intense. And the devil's there, and he's really upset. But he just got a match on Match.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> So he's waiting under a bridge to meet his date. Two zero two zero. I've seen like twenty seconds of this because it has Taylor Swift's old song re-recorded on it. Yeah, it is. So now they're just doing small talk while a lightning strikes because again he's the devil. They're at a gym that's empty. I love this. Like it's a social distance gym. Yeah. They're in an empty movie empty theater. theater. Stealing toilet paper. Oh my god. Oh, they're on a picnic and she's feeding him hot peppers. They're in an empty stadium that says WTF on it. They're so cute. She was trying to pull him into a church and he was like, no. I just got goosebumps. They're so happy. They're so happy. I almost downloaded Match when I saw this. He said, I never want this year to end. I never want this year to end. A match made in hell. 2020 is a human woman, by the way. Yeah, 2020 is a human woman. This is incredible. So I saw it on Hulu. I think I saw that's where I saw it first. But I also saw someone online share, like, I can't believe we're normalizing the devil. And I was like, what the heck? And it was just this commercial. They're kind of right. It sort of normalizes Satan. <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> but is it that off base for this year? Right. But- That's what's so funny is that they knew it wouldn't offend people really to have Satan in their commercial. Because that's just what we're used to at this point. Oh my god. I can't even imagine how good your number one commercial is if that was your number so two. Good. Well, my number one had to be Planter's Baby Nut. Oh, God. Okay. As much as I loathe it. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a while. It's all I've been thinking about since February, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't deny it. It's really what... I go to the grocery store and up. I get angry looking at nuts. <laughs> like, it makes me feel something. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I don't know that I've seen the whole thing, so I'm going to play it. So this isn't the one where the where peanut dies this is like when they're at his funeral and baby nut was born to me that one was more significant than when peanut died peanut dying was more pre-pandemic too right so like i i remember that happening but like didn't really care and then baby nut came up and then it was like what the hell is going on and then like we were on this journey now he has there's an update to the story now he's an adult and his name is bart Mm mm-hmm Short for like Bartholomew Fitzgerald Richard Smythe or something like that. Actually, I think that was right on the money. And I someone should pay me You just said that. <laughs> I have to play the commercial now. Okay. So at Mr. Peanut's funeral, 
Mr. Clean's there. Kool-Aid Man's there. Oh my God! And then there goes Kool-Aid Man's tear right into the gr- right into the grave. Oh, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile was in the background, parked. Oh now baby nut is has been sprung from the earth, and he does like the. Why is it talking in dolphin? He's talking in dolphin. And at the end, they hold him up like Simba. Just kidding. And then they hold him up like Simba. I hate that it's number one, but it really oh has God. affected my year. I love it. Everyone's so sad. Oh, man. Watching the Kool-Aid man cry is heartbreaking. It, it hurts. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know Kool-Aid's, Kool-Aid man's smile even, you know, could turn upside down. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Oh, I can't believe it. The last commercial was in hell, but somehow the one with the baby being born is the saddest one. <laughs> <laughs> I'd also like to say that the the mound of dirt over the grave is shaped like a gigantic peanut. I hate it. Quite the year, guys. Quite the year. Can you believe we have two weeks left? <laughs> yeah. It feels like January. Christmas is next Friday, right? Yeah. What the hell? Uh, today when I typed the word algorithm, I realized that it has Al Gore in it. What's with that? Ooh, don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> algorithm. Did you look up to see how old the word is? Uh, no, so it's apparently a very old word. Okay. What yeah. was its initial Did- like context? Uh, it was related to algebra. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, as soon as I read that, I was like, derp. That. Yeah, <laughs> I feel a little dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the top answers is from a subreddit called Shitty Ask History. Did Al Gore invent the algorithm? And that's why it's named after him. I'm glad we're not the only people to ask that question. <laughs> Maybe Al Gore was named after the algorithm. That's really funny. <laughs> that is possible. Fuck Mary Kill. Al Gore. <laughs> you don't have to finish that one. <laughs> Wait. Fuck Mary Kill. Santagus videos. TikTok the app. Or the Planters commercial. Kill Planters. Mary TikTok. Fuck Santagus. I say that with confidence. I think I would fuck TikTok and marry Santagus, but kill planters. That's fair. Um, I think same. I like that all of us just want to kill planters. It has ruined my year, I tell you. I like that also that all three of us have things directly related to just so much screen time. So much screen time. We've had barely any choice. Well, that's not true. I could go on more walks. Yeah, I could go on more walks, too. Does your screen time? You know, that's why I didn't buy the Nintendo Switch, Alexis. Is I told myself, you know what? My goals are not to spend more time on a screen because I'm already doing that too much. I should. I kind of just wait. I kind of figured there would be more lockdown time, like somehow even more than now, and that it was going to be cold. Yeah. That was a lot of my justification for it. I mean, there's no judgment here about. You spending hours <laughs> doing that every day or week, but uh, I got too much shit to do. Does, I can't afford to lose more of my time. Does your when it reads your screen time, if you have multiple devices like hooked up under the same info, how does that uh calculate? I get notifications on all my different devices. So I'll get the phone one and it'll have one number and then the iPad will have a different number and then the laptop will have a different number. That's so horrible. Interesting. I didn't even know that was a thing. What is your guys' average phone time? Well, it had gotten pretty high over quarantine. It was about 11 hours a day. Uh, Once I went back to work, it was about eight hours a day, which is kind of still 
that's alarming. And then um, the last couple weeks, it's only been about five. But that's just that's just phone. I also have an iPad and I watch television. That's improvement. <laughs> Sometimes you multitask, though, to be fair. Sometimes I triple screen. <laughs> I was going to say, you multitask with your phone, your iPad, and your laptop. <laughs> your devices are like, you're on the screen for 32 hours a day. <laughs> I think that's why they can't combine them. Probably. You know? Yeah. I average like seven hours most most of the time. What about you, Nikita? Uh, Recently, it's been down just a little bit. I think during like the last couple of months, it was around three. And right now it's around two and a half. Nice. Props. I was hoping you had an outrageous number that nobody saw coming. Like 17 hours a day. (laughs) (laughs) Screen time has really, I think, been what got us all through this year. In some form or another, whether yeah. it was ASMR videos or commercials or Zoom, it was screen time. We lived our life in 2020 through a screen in some form or another. Yeah. 